All right, so many of you. Uh, hope, my hope is it's not because Super Bowl. Uh, it's, you are here because of Our Lady, right? Say yes. Yes, okay, good. Uh, no, Super Bowl is really important, but of course, Sunday obligation. Plus, it's our feast day. Our Lady of Lourdes. Our Lady of Lourdes. You know, sometimes God himself, not, not Jesus, mm -hmm. the New Testament God, oh, you know, wait, but God it. himself uh, chooses oh, yeah, yeah. weird places to show up. Land is coming, FYI, this Wednesday, and the kind of the place of land is like desert, right? Yeah. You see Jesus, of course, being tempted by, by Satan in the desert. Desert itself is a desolate place, right? And that's kind of the point of land. You want to be with your thoughts and then pursue God. But God sometimes chooses different places too, kind of weird still. And one of the one of the type is uh, one of the types is uh, the caves, the caves. Even if you put if we put the religion aside for now, uh, we look at the history of humanity. This is how people, the very first people, thousands of years ago, uh, they lived in the caves. You can find still proofs, but it really happened. Now, if we go back to religion, uh, the Old Testament, uh, we have one of the greatest prophets, uh, Elijah. He famously entered the cave and lodged there for a night only to hear the voice of the Lord calling him uh, to his mission. Now, the New Testament, uh, the letter to the Hebrews, uh, we have this sentence in chapter 11, the world was not worthy of them. It's about the great leaders of Israel. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered about in the deserts, on all mountains, or in the caves and crevices in the earth. And Jesus himself, maybe, that's the theory, but maybe he was born in the cave, not the stable, maybe the cave. Some biblical scholars still debate this, you know, the, the, exactly where it happened. So we don't know, might have been a, a cave. But this is what God does all the time. Uh, the Christians, the first century Christians, when they were persecuted in Rome, actually they were hiding in the caves. If you go to Rome today, you can see the caves, we call them the catacombs. And they were celebrating the Eucharist there and uh, burying, of course, the martyrs, those who gave their lives uh, for Jesus. And God still does it. He still chooses caves. Our Lady of Lourdes, she chose a cave which became a grotto. On this day, in 1858, our Lady appeared to Bernadette Subiru, 14-year-old girl who didn't even graduate from elementary school. And she had no idea who this beautiful lady is. She didn't even tell her name. But she asked her, can you pray rosary with me? And so she did. 
Of course, Bernadette told everyone what just happened, and everyone was like, you are crazy, right? No one knew who this woman was. And sounds like maybe that's our lady, but no way. Like, she wouldn't appear to like you. And whenever our lady does it, if it's in Guadalupe, or Farema, or a few places in Poland too, she always chooses people who are the lowliest. People who don't matter. This is how God works. He chooses the caves and people who don't matter. This is how God works. So yes, on this day, she really, for the first time, appeared to Bernadette. And then, 17 more times in 1858, and of course, she revealed her name at the end of the apparitions. She said, I am the Immaculate Conception. And again, Bernadette had no idea what it meant. But that was the proof that this is Our Lady. One of the gifts that Our Lady left in Lourdes is this stream, really cold, almost freezing water coming out from the rock. It still happens today, 27,000 gallons of water every day. You know, that was a year ago or two, we had the relics of St. Bernadette here, and we had some Lourdes water, and you took water to your homes. It's not even holy water. It's just water. It's just water. If you go to Lourdes today, you will see people, three million pilgrims every year come to take the bath in this cold, freezing water. So if you ever go, you should do it, but it's not a really nice experience. People do it not to you know, do some kind of fancy now 21st century, you know, cold dipping, you know, bath. Uh, but they do it because they believe, which is crazy, but they can be healed. It's just water. If you use your reason, it doesn't make any sense to me. But if you use faith, then the miracle can happen. It's just water, it's not even holy water. It can happen even to you, you don't have to go to Lourdes to take the bath. Although I was tempted to put some, you know, swimming pool here in Elon, and so you could do it today, but no, I won't do it, no. God chooses weird places and humble people, and if you believe that he can heal you, he will. He does it. It's Jesus who does it. It's not Our Lady. It's Jesus who heals people. Uh, from 1858 to 2024, it's been just uh, 66 cases confirmed scientifically. But yes, that was the bodily miracle. Like someone had the cancer and it's gone. Out of 3 million people coming to Lourdes every year, just 66 were healed. Well, I am a number guy, so I would say that's pretty low to me. And I don't know why. 
It's such a small number. If you believe that God can heal you, He will. So it's all about faith. Even non-Catholics go to, to take the bath, because just in case, why not? I should try it. I don't believe in God, but you know, Catholics do it. And guess what? Yeah, they don't get healed. The whole point is faith. Mary who intercedes for us to Jesus, like in today's gospel, waiting at Cana, she told him, it's not even a question, hey, Jesus, they have no wine. He's like, yeah, like, it's not my business, really. Because let's be honest, if you go to the wedding reception, do you bring wine with you? Do you? No. Well, I did some research. The Jewish custom in Jesus' time was actually that you were supposed to bring your own booze. BYOB in Jesus' time existed. <laughs> and if you didn't, that was rude. Some biblical scholars said that yeah, Jesus didn't bring any wine with his apostles because they were poor. So that's why Mary telling Jesus, hey, where is wine? Where is wine? Another theory adds to this one, but Mary actually was a relative to the bridegroom. So if you run out of wine at your wedding, it's a huge shame for the whole family. And you don't want to do it. That's why she's concerned. Jesus, they have no wine. And by the way, we are family. So can you like do something? Of course, Jesus doesn't want to do it because this is not my time yet. I'm not here to provide wine for the people, you know, first miracle. Encouraging people to drink, that's not my goal. The goal is to show my divinity. But see what Mary does? His mother said to the servers, do whatever he tells you. You see the power of Mary? She doesn't, she doesn't need to ask twice. That's the good son and a good mother, right? One statement, and my son does it. So it's Jesus who heals people. But Mary intercedes. She still does it today with all of us. She's our mother. Jesus, for the very first time, calls her woman in the wedding at, in Cana. And the second time he does it is at the foot of the cross when he gives John to Mary. Woman, behold your son. Only twice he uses this statement, woman, which of course takes us back to the book of Genesis for, you know, Eve, and the book of Revelation. God still does it today. God still does it today. He heals people, but we need faith. Like Mary, she's called the model of faith because she believed that Jesus could do it, and he did. Now, on a practical level, what could we take from uh, this feast day, Our Lady of Lourdes? I think we should ask for four things. So here is the first one. You should ask Our Lady and Jesus, ask both, just in case, never, never hurts. Ask them, can you come both of you 
to the cave of my heart, whatever it means. There is always like the darkest spot in your heart, but you don't want to let God come in. There is always something like this, even in my own heart. Like, God, I won't let you in because uh, you might change me. And that's what we are afraid of. Healing, spiritual healing. Most people who go to Lourdes are not healed on their physical, you know, illnesses. Most of these people are healed on their spiritual uh, illnesses. Conversion. Many atheists go there when they take the bath and miracles, see, they come out of it and they're like, wow, I believe in God. What just happened? That's the spiritual healing. So let's ask today, God, come to my cave, to this darkest spot. Come with your mother and change water into wine. Change something that doesn't have flavor to, to joy. Wine is the symbol of joy. Bring me joy to this spot. When if he does it, and he does when you ask, he always gives you so much more than you can even comprehend. What happened at the Cana, uh, the wedding of, in Cana, was 120 gallons of wine. That's a lot. That's way too much when what they needed. There is a joke, a Catholic one, of course, but the next day, uh, it's a not a good day if you drink too much. And they didn't want to ask Jesus for water because he would change it into wine again. So they didn't. It's not in the Bible, of course. We don't need it for our salvation. But Mary does it. She always comes to Jesus and says, help them, heal them. And then she tells to us, do whatever he tells you. Whatever Jesus tells you. So let's ask him to come to our caves. Let's ask him, second thing, for the courage. But we need like the first Christians who were hiding in the caves when they were persecuted. We need courage as well today to be bold in our faith. We are still persecuted. No one kills us anymore. But spiritually, we are still attacked. Pope Francis uh, calls it a, a polite persecution. Polite. Polite. The third one would be, let's seek from Our Lady of Lourdes healing of mind and body. Because I've said this, I think, two weeks ago, each one of us is sick because of the original sin. We are sick. We need healing. A confession itself is called the sacrament of healing. Whenever you go there, God heals you when he forgives you. Let's ask Our Lady to intercede for us. And for those, of course, who are really seriously sick as well. And the fourth and the last one, let's really take the best advice that was ever given, do whatever He tells you seriously into our hearts. Do whatever Jesus tells you. I think, personally, that the world would be completely different it would just, if we would just listen to Jesus. But sometimes we think, oh, I'm smarter than God. And honestly, you don't want to say that because it sounds terrible. 
but this is how we think when we sin. Do whatever he tells you, because if you really listen to Jesus, he will change your water into wine. It will bring you so much joy, but you will be surprised. And Our Lady is the great intercessor in this case. So today, let us ask Our Lady to intercede for us, because she is not God, but she is the mother of God, the only one, and she has the best access to her son. If you let Mary do her job, you will see a huge miracle. Our Lady of Lourdes, pray for us.